Hey, listeners, get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road, work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Welcome to Before Breakfast, a production of iHeartRadio. Good morning. This is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. Today's tip is to stop trying to squeeze in just one more thing. Instead of being more efficient, you generally just make yourself late, which is no fun for anyone. Since I write and speak about time, I've spent a lot of time studying other people's relationships with time, including what time we show up for things. As I'm writing this episode, many of us haven't left the house for a while. But as life opens back up, we'll start needing to get from one place to another. We'll need to get to these places at certain times. I am almost comically punctual to things myself, as you might imagine. And there are upsides to this, though there are also downsides. I show up awkwardly early to parties. I could be on the verge of solving my most important business problem, but I will stop working on it two minutes before reaching a solution to call someone right at 10 a.m. just because that's the time on my calendar. I know that other folks find themselves chronically late to things, and so I've tried to study why that is with an open mind. I know that in many cases, it's not actually because the person is engaged in some sort of weird power play to demonstrate that his or her time is more important than everyone else's. It turns out that late people are wildly optimistic. They think it takes 20 minutes to get to work, because it did one time, five years ago, and that has now become the remembered standard even though it's taken closer to 30 or 35 minutes every other time since. Another way this optimism plays out? Late people think they can fit in just one more thing before they leave. They can send one more email. They can tidy up the kitchen. It's just a little thing and won't take much time, and then they've taken this task off their plates for the future. So it's all a win, right? Well, no. The email winds up taking more than one minute to write, and then you see something hot in your inbox and have to look and boom, there goes 20 minutes. Now the buffer for anything going wrong is gone. As for freeing up some imagined time in the future, well, has there ever been a time when the kitchen is clean for good or you are completely done emailing? These are tasks that expand to fill all available space. You haven't saved time for yourself later by trying to squeeze them in. You've just given these tasks more time and made yourself rushed and harried in the process. So if you find yourself falling into this trap, next time you've got two minutes before you need to be out the door, just go. Don't think of this as wasted time. Think of it as sanity space. And by the way, the time won't wind up existing anyway. Chronically late people tend to be very bad at time estimation. You think it takes 10 minutes to get to church. So when you see it's 9.45 and services start at 10, you think, brilliant, time to take out the trash but it doesn't take 10 minutes to get to church. It takes 15 because you have to get everyone in the car and then you can't actually leap straight out of the car into the pews. 
You have to park and walk in. And since you took out the trash too, now you're really late. In life, it's good to be efficient, but it's even better to be effective. The tendency to squeeze in just one more thing results in feeling like there isn't enough time. We're more productive in life when we feel like time is abundant rather than scarce. Stop trying to squeeze in just one more thing and you'll feel more sure of this abundance. In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening. And here's to making the most of our time. Hey, everybody. I'd love to hear from you. You can send me your tips, your questions, or anything else. Just connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Before Breakfast Pod. That's B-E, the number four, then breakfast, P-O-D. You can also shoot me an email at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. That before breakfast is spelled out with all the letters. Thanks so much. I look forward to staying in touch. Before Breakfast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Hey there, parents and teachers. Are you tired of feeling like every day is a battle of wills with your kids? Let me tell you about something that changed the game. Love and Logic. Love and Logic isn't just another parenting or teaching strategy. It's a mindset shift that empowers you to raise responsible, respectful kids while keeping your sanity intact. With Love and Logic, you'll learn practical techniques to set limits with empathy, give your kids the tools they need to make smart choices, and build relationships based on mutual respect and understanding. Love and Logic stands behind their methods with a one-year money-back guarantee. Try it out risk-free. If it doesn't change your life, we'll buy it back. Plus, you can get 10% off with code IHEART10. So if you're ready to say goodbye to power struggles and hello to peaceful, loving relationships with your kids, it's time to give love and logic a try. Visit their website or call today. Your sanity will thank you. Love and logic, because parenting and teaching should be a joy, not a chore. Visit loveandlogic.com.